Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ball knocked down by Mount, picked up by Shackelford, into Alcindor, to the ball for the Bruins. Cheryl Miller, beautiful 15-foot jumper. Hatcher wants to go baseline, sends it inside to Miller. And Miller tries to put a little reverse in, but what a shot by Reggie Miller. Underneath, Harold driving, reverse lay in, that's it. 15 points, he's reached the 2,000 plateau. Bibby, three points, he's six of them Saturday. He continues to sizzle. Betty House has it, there it is, good time. Here's Hannah Jump, three-point specialist. And there is Sabrina Ionescu with the rebound. She has just become the first player in Division I history with 2,000 points, 1,000 assists, and 1,000 rebounds. A historic mark set by Sabrina Ionescu. Starts fading away. Welcome back into Believe in Pac-12 Basketball. Yes, speaking of the Conference of Champions, and there's been a lot of them in basketball. I'm Sun Devil alum Michael Carasino, along with Oregon State, three-point record holder in three years. It just got passed up, like you said earlier, but Ahmad Starks, but still, that's pretty sick to get it in, uh, in three years, Ahmad. And he's joining me today. And today on Believe in Pac-12 Basketball, well, it is summertime. And sports are coming back. Obviously, a lot of sports, especially worldwide. If you watch international soccer, no fans in there, except for uh, no fans allowed. Um, it's been like that. I know NASCAR is going to actually have 30,000 fans uh, this weekend at Bristol. Uh, they're going to allow for that because they can seat up to like a, over 100,000. 100, but they're going to be spread out. They all have to wear masks. So it's going to be a test there um, in the south. But we are going to touch on, speaking of where to watch stuff in sports, but the arenas and Ahmad's experiences, obviously different than mine from watching, as we know from the first episode, my uh, basketball career run a, went awry, Ahmad, because uh, I thought defense was optional. I thought you could just chuck threes, and I was ahead of it. I'm not saying I was the best shooter at it, but I, barely, I, I definitely hit it when I needed to. Not optional unless you're Stephen Curry. Uh, yeah, you start shooting like, yeah, especially, yeah, you start shooting like him and Clay, and then it is very, very optional. But, um, but yeah, you look at, obviously, the arenas. I mean, Oregon, Oregon State, Washington, you were obviously in Coral Vallis, but going to, like, Eugene, I can't wait to hear about your rivalry uh, things there and the pictures and I'm sure the trash talking, not even just between players, but with the fans and, uh, in a fun way, of course. And then uh, Washington and Washington State, um, Cal and Stanford, USC and UCLA, ASU and U of A, um, and then Colorado and Utah in the conference. Um, geographically, obviously, yeah, it's close, but 
I got to think when you, when you arrive in a lot, some of these places, Ahmad, I mean, that you, you look at them and it's like, wow. I mean, it's just, even though they're close, it's like different landscape and a different feel when you get there, right? No, big time. Uh, it's different. They're all, a lot of them are pretty different. Like you've hit a few big cities here and there, but then you also in some of these small towns, you know what I mean? And Pacific Northwest is way different from SoCal or Arizona. So, uh, you know, you get a little, get a little culture shock in the meantime, but you're, you're there for a job. So we don't see too much of anything. Um, you're there to, you're there to play that game or uh, that, that weekend, that weekend trip of games. So uh, that, that's where the focus is. Yeah. And I could imagine just like you said, especially as a freshman, I get, I get, I mean, if you're not one and done, but I mean, even if somebody does stay for three years and, you know, two years or three years, but as a freshman, when you hit these sites the first time, like you said, it's, not a vacation. You don't want to go sightseeing, but I'm sure that it's got to be a little bit of a challenge for the coaches too, because you play one game on Thursday. Like I know for you schools that come here, I mean, it's an hour and a half bus ride or, you know, car ride from Tempe to Tucson, two hours at the most. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you, you know, go into Tempe and then you're like, Oh, and you're looking, you're like, Oh wow. Maybe we could, hopefully we get the, uh, the second trip here because the second game here, because We'll hit Tucson first, and then we'll come up to Tempe a day early in practice, but then we can maybe enjoy a little bit. That's, that's the always hope for ASU fans when somebody's coming in. No, but, um, but yeah, you're right. And then you go somewhere like Cal and Stanford. I mean, like you said, like obviously USC and UCLA being, uh, being right there too. Well, I have to say, even as a fan, again, unfortunately not getting to hit all of these arenas, but hitting a good amount. I mean, seeing games here at ASU and then, like I said, it's tough to get uh, in as a fan-wise uh, to U of A because of what they have season ticket-wise and the success that they've had in Tucson. But games there, and I mean, it getting you know, it, it definitely stays. It definitely stays loud. The students keep it uh, pretty loud, and it, especially when they're good and winning, it's one of those things where you look at it and it's 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 a fun atmosphere. I mean, having been to the to ASU, obviously, you know, I love the home games, but getting to go to UCLA for the first time when I was at ASU and just walking into Poly Pavilion and looking around. And I mean, just the history, you're like, man. And then uh, he, he was at a lot of games and he happened to be at that one. I know. And uh, John Wooden was uh, sitting there and people, he would, you know, he talks to people and they kind of, they keep it, you know, paced and always very. And so I walked by not to try and cut in front of anybody, but just to talk to him. And I didn't get to, but I was about four feet from John Wooden. So I'm like, well, that's pretty accomplishing. And I heard him talking to somebody. But, yeah, that atmosphere of Poly Pavilion, I mean, the history of it, I mean, it gives you, as a sports fan anyway, it gives you chills just when you walk in and you're looking around. And then the game gets going, and it's just it's such a fun atmosphere. Um, and not that USC was bad, but it's like when you, when, you hit, when you hit UCLA first, it's one of those things where – it's just, wow. I mean, the wow. And again, USC was, it was cool. It was fun. But at the same time, I just, uh, UCLA definitely in the Southern Cal trip took it. The game at Stanford was a lot of fun, except for the fact that ASU did not win that game. It was just fun. It was good. It was great atmosphere. And it was, it was pretty cool too. Cause when we went some of our friends, but there was that I went to Stanford, but there's definitely quite a few, players like from just from other sports and like the support there not that other schools don't do it but just some people that they knew and coming out to the basketball game so Stanford I definitely I loved the atmosphere there uh, Oregon was crazy 
like I said, we got into town and we for the Oregon game, and then we had to leave the morning of the the Saturday morning. They were playing Oregon State, but yeah, Oregon it was definitely loud. Um, they the student section, I and they weren't terrible timing. Mean, they were kind of middle of the road in the Pac-12 when we went, but at the same time, it was one of those things where the student section. I mean, it was just going crazy. So we we definitely had fun. I mean, that that's me is a tough atmosphere. Um, Washington. Washington was really we had a really good time there uh it was a fun it was just a solid atmosphere too I mean they're all loud and then Colorado and Utah unfortunately haven't been able to hit yet but I will get there but yeah I mean noise wise between um Oregon and UCLA when we were there and even there because especially like ASU of A games with the but in Arizona, when, when they're blowing them out, I mean, just the, the noise and the, and the rocking. I mean, I can understand now having played sports, but, yes, even at that level, like everybody's saying how tough it is without fans right now because if you're the home team, I can understand how much that energy just, I mean, can just pump you up even more. Not even get out of control, but it just gives you that, you know, you're not tired. <laughs> you are literally going on the crowd's adrenaline. So you're definitely looking forward to that every night you step on the course, so. It's a little different. And I would have to say that for the arena that when you go in, like I said, UCLA history-wise, but the fans, I mean, the fan base, it was, to me, it's always been, like I said, and you talked about that too, the lofty expectations they've always had. But, man, being in there, Stanford was very, very, uh, very loud. Oregon, to me, I think it was the loudest. I mean, the students, I mean, it was, they were just, it was very loud. And you're, it's just kind of like the football stadium too. It's like you're right. I mean, basketball, yeah, you're on the court, like right on top of the court, but man, when they get going up and down and it's shaking in there, it's just, it's insane. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've been to some great ones. UCLA, I guess, not even from the history standpoint, but just to be around all of it and see a game there. And I mean, yeah, the history obviously comes into thought, but at the same time, like that was pr- probably outside of ASU, my favorite place to uh, go see another game. But when you look at it from your point of view, I mean, or obviously you guys had, like you said, up there, I mean, you said, you, you know, the celebrities of the campus. I mean, basketball season's going on. What were your crowds like up there? I mean, it, was it, do you feel that it gave you uh, an advantage when these other conference uh, foes came into town? It definitely did. Uh, like when Beaver Nation showed up and it was a big crowd, you know, you look, Obviously, coming to the bigger games, you're packing the house out, you know, if it's a big game especially. You look forward to that crowd. You look forward to that energy. You're feeding off that. I mean, like you hit on with the three-point record, like hitting threes when I'm on a roll, like that crowd, that energy is going crazy. They're screaming. They're yelling. Like it's, it's just big-time energy in the building. You just feel like you can't, you can't miss. So it's like you're just in that moment. And um, it's a special feeling when, when it's behind you. I would say also, like, so that crowd, but it's also a great feeling, like, when you're shutting the other team's crowd up on the road. Um, our, our fans are great, but when you quiet the stands, when you're in, like, U-Dub or something like that, and you silence them, it's, it's, it's a great feeling, man. I love that. All right, so the Pacific Northwest, obviously – well, I want to get to Oregon, too. I mean, you're saying, like, silencing them, but, I mean, when you're playing Oregon and you know – you're going to see him twice. I mean, you see him twice a year, obviously, once it, in Coral Vallis and then there in Eugene. But when you go – when you would go into Eugene, I mean, especially maybe your, your first trip there as a freshman, what was that like? First trip, I remember um, – I remember my sophomore year more, more so. But the first year, 
I was looking forward to playing on that court. It was like the first year that they had the new court that had the trees on it that was getting a lot of a lot of publicity, you know, the new stadium and everything like that. So it was I was looking forward to it and I liked it a lot. I liked everything about U of O. People, sorry, Beaver fans. Um <laughs> I liked everything about that stuff. So I can't complain. I was there to compete and win the game for us, but uh I liked everything about what they had going on there. Um, but I was still trying to win the game and we went in. I, I think I, I've won on that court one time, went on that court and won my sophomore year, but freshman year, it was just, it was a great experience. You know, it was packed house. They're screaming out, you know, we're, we're their little brothers and all that. The fans are crazy and they, they, you know, they have signs and all type of stuff. So it was a great experience going there for the first time to, to experience that, uh, that civil war, which I believe they're changing that name. Um, now they're trying not to call it that, but which I understand. Um, but it was a great, uh, it's a great rivalry. Uh, you know, energy, energy level was there for that rivalry. What were the two, maybe I won't say one because I know it's kind of tough. What are some of the, the two or three best funny kind of creative trash talking signs that you saw? I know you're trying to win the game, but come on, in warm ups, I know you guys are looking around. Oh, we saw a lot, man. We were <laughs> everybody. Everybody sees that, especially like, especially like you, Dub. They come out early. Student section there early. Like when you're first, when you first go out there to warm up. Student section is there early, hour and a half before the game with the signs, making sure you know that, like, this is, you know, the only the only noise in the building is them. So, you know, you got to pay attention. So, it was one at <laughs> at uh, at Washington, at the University of Washington. It was, uh, they had my, they had me, and, like, we had these practice, we somehow, I, I posted a practice jersey or somebody did. It was a, uh, it wasn't a practice jersey, it was a, uh, it was like a test run of our new jerseys coming in. And my jersey looked really tight on me. It was like super small. We had to give me a bigger size. But like they had that picture somehow. And I looked so it looked, I looked so childish, like in the picture for some reason. So I remember that one. The same one, they had a poster, my teammate Roberto Nelson, who's I want to say top five in scoring in Oregon State history now. He um they had him laying in the bed with nothing but like some Speedos on or something like that. Like it was just it's just stuff like that, man. It was Washington was crazy. What about Oregon though? I mean, I'm okay. Washington, I give it. Did Oregon go that creative or no? No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. They might be talking. They may have some signs. Nothing super memorable, um, but nothing like nothing like Washington. Like they were, they had a whole website for their stuff. Like they they were prepared. Yeah, Washington was different. Um, very enjoyable. Though. I'm glad glad I did that. So. I would say it's those up in Washington. Um, that's the only student section I can remember like that. Obviously, some Oregon ones, of course, they were they were just going crazy. But those Washington, Oregon were probably the the rowdiest student section that I faced. Wow, Husky Nation. Um. Oh, one quick. I didn't touch on Washington State real quickly. Obviously, you Washington University of Washington was was big time. They were. One of my favorite places to play. Outside of the student section, the energy was just crazy in general. Right. Washington State, going in there my freshman year, I expected it to be a little more, a little more rowdy. Um, especially having Clay, you know, who was a potential lottery pick at the time, who went on to actually be one. Um, it was I, I didn't think much of it. The only thing I remember somebody talking about my mustache in the stand. But like it wasn't it wasn't that crazy in the building though. So I didn't expect that. All right. So what about, uh, well, as we trek our way down, so now we'll look at uh, 
Cal and Stanford. I mean, obviously, Mike Montgomery wanted you at Cal. We know that. We, we've touched on that. But uh, but the the Cal-Stanford uh, trips, Palo Alto and obviously being in Berkeley, I know everybody from friends that I shouldn't say everybody, but friends that I have went to Stanford. I mean, like you said, the little brother thing, they like to let everybody in Berkeley know that they're, they're very little, little brother. I like the Bay Area. Like Stanford was small. Um, Stanford has a small arena, kind of how they say uh, Duke is. Um, it's like kind of, kind of small, but they pretty much, they do a nice job packing it out. Um, obviously cause it's small, but it's a nice, it's a nice field, decent student section. They're kind of, they get into it. Um, all the, all the brainiacs. Um, but it's uh, <laughs> but it's it's pretty pretty intense games. Some pretty good atmospheres. Played a bunch of guys in that in that they had some good teams with uh, Anthony Brown, who's playing who's playing for the Lakers, and some other people. Uh, the White Powell, who's on the Dallas Mavericks. Josh Hustis was on OKC for a minute. So it's uh, some really good players. So they brought they brought good players, Chas and Randall. So they did some pretty good things. The Bay Area, and now we move on to Berkeley. Oh God. Um, Berkeley was loud. Berkeley got loud. That building got ro- yeah. Berkeley got loud. It's it's big, and uh, they did a nice job packing that out. Actually, sometimes, and they had some good players, so they were behind them, rooting for them. They had some tournament teams, so they it got pretty loud in Berkeley. I, I can't lie. I can't lie about that. That was that was nice. You know when they weren't too loud in Berkeley? I got to throw this in there because of course it's in our opening. But when uh when Eddie House tied a conference record and dropped sixty one at Berkeley and letting them uh, send him a message because I mean he was I know they said he was a you know an East Bay native and I think he definitely had his sights on going there I mean somebody like a Jason Kidd who had went through there and I know it was just kind of but when he was at ASU that when oh when he dropped those 61 I mean the crowd was going kind of going crazy the game was back and forth I mean you figure 61 ASU would cruise to a victory but had to go to overtime but either way it doesn't matter he dropped 61, so I do have a soft spot for spot for Cal in my heart there, Ahmad. No, I hear they get the win that game, Eddie House. Yeah, I know it went to overtime, but yeah, they won. But it, I mean, 61, and but he had to do it in overtime. That's crazy. That, that game was probably nuts. Oh, I watched every second of it. I mean, I was like, oh man, I wish I could have been in Berkeley for this now. But yeah, no, it was it was. Just, but the even on TV. To your point, I was going to, I mean, we'll touch on this a little bit later too, but even on TV when you're like, man, because a lot of times, I mean, the broadcasts do such a good job throughout time and, you know, broadcasts have evolved, but yeah, you can hear the announcers, but they have the Nat sound. And, you know, sometimes the announcers just kind of let it go. You hear like the, yeah, you see the student sections and stuff, but I mean, just the whole arena in and of itself is just, it's, oh yeah, it's crazy. Cause even on TV, it's like, if I'm getting this jacked up watching it on TV, like I said, I would be it'd be impossible for me how I was as a player and an athlete to sit there and probably not throw up, you know, or drive to the rim and try and like, you know, dunk on somebody five inches taller than me or something just because it pumps you up and it's so awesome. But yeah, if you're getting it on TV, like I said there, but yeah, that's interesting. Um, before before we move on, I do this funny. I just thought of something. You said Washington. They had a picture of your teammate in the speedo. So. At football games at ASU, we used to do that too. And I'll keep this short. So we would find out who's coming in. We obviously we go through rosters and we're, you know, we're reaching out to people. I mean, obviously the, you know, pre big social media. I mean, there was some stuff, but it's like, it was hard to get. Well, we, you know, Washington state came to town and uh, a guy that I knew that played with, um, yeah, in high school played with some guys from Washington state. So we're reaching out to him and 
you know, we hear little things. Well, one of the, one of the uh, tight ends had a girlfriend, like this girl he was dating, but like, we got a picture of her at a party, just hugging some other guy, all smiley and happy. So when they're warming up, we're talking trash and they come down to the, by the student section. Cause of, you know, football teams, each position splits off on their half of the field. So we're like, we got to see where he's at. Cause we got, we were always first in we're like, and so they're sitting there and they're like, there's like saying they can't hear us and we see him and he's kind of like, so we're like, Hey, Hey, we roll the poster. We got a, a picture of it, but we got it blown up and we roll it down and his teammates, like they're, they're kind of laughing, not where he can see. And he's like, Oh, he's like, where, where'd you get that? What? And he like, I'm like, I can't believe we just got to a player. Like this isn't supposed to get to him. Like it worked. And some of his teammates came over as they went off the field. He like went off with somebody else. They were done. And they came over. They're like, dude, you guys are rocking. They're like, we got to give it to you. We're going to beat you anyway. But I'm like, we had to do something funny. So yeah, I mean the, the life-size poster, but the, I mean, but the speedo one right there, Ahmad, I'm sure your teammate loved that one. No, it was hilarious. Did you go autograph yours? I should ask you, did you go autograph yours for him? No, I didn't go autograph. <laughs> Not at all, man. I'm staying, I'm staying in between the lines. Um, preparing for battle, but uh, that was hilarious. I can't lie to you. Like I said, when it's trash talking like that and they're creative and it's not, you know, like just I don't even want to say like derogatory and negative, but just like dumb. They don't really have anything witty to say or funny. But you do so if they put effort into it, I mean, like I said, at least you thought it's funny, you appreciate it. No harm, no obviously, no harm, no foul there, but uh, but yeah, no, that's awesome. Okay, so USC and UCLA, uh. Like I said, I mean, I, I, and I enjoyed USC, but UCLA with like all the history and when you see John Wooden, it's tough to go to USC after that and follow it up. Yes, the, the atmosphere was fun. The energy was great. Uh, no, you're, you're right about that. I will say, but uh, fans may hate this. You may hate this. Like, I, I didn't like the energy in either place. Um, I, I thought, and I thought it was just based on any time I went there, LA was just, man, like it was just, and I loved playing in L.A., don't get me wrong. Like, loved it. I love going to L.A. It's probably my second favorite city in the U.S. But L.A. was just kind of dry to me. It was – I think there was maybe – I think there's too much going on in L.A. And maybe all at the same time, I don't think there was – they were – It's L.A. is huge. I don't think there was uh, – they were that good. None of them were super good at the time when I played, so maybe that – also was a thing none of them being that good the city's huge so it just didn't do it for me neither spot um i like the arenas i did like their arenas uh usc is more like an nba arena to me just the way it's um Pauly, Pauly has more of a college feel i know you're focused on the game but like when you walk into Pauly, like i said even at, like as a freshman was it, it's just kind of like you're obviously a fan of the game. I mean, everybody says a student again, but you're a fan of the game. You get what has happened there and like the greatness. Was that kind of one of those things where you walk in, at least your freshman year, like, damn, like this is where all, it all happened. Polly wasn't that way for me. Um, I didn't think too much of Polly. Obviously, I know there's great history. Like, I'm aware of that. Um, but Polly didn't do it for me. I'm sorry, but U of A was, did it more for me than Polly. Um, that's just a personal thing. Uh, uh, yeah, that's just a personal thing. But I'm sure some people were like, man, Pauly, you know what I mean? Especially especially guys who were a little older than me, maybe my seniors their first time or something like that. Like, they were just in awe of it, and probably so. So I was just – I thought about it, 
then I was ready to roll. But U of A, I was in that building. It was like point guards, you. It was like it hit home for me a little bit. But L.A. was – love the scenery. I love all of that. But it, the energy just wasn't always there. It was like – it was on and off, I'd say. And like you're right. As we get to Arizona, but relating that to here, I mean, especially within, you know, the Phoenix metro area too, because you look at like ASU. So like if they're not – winning or doing good like yeah you'll get students there yes you'll get the diehard alum but at the same time I mean you know when you have if you know somebody's a you know a hockey fan you have the Coyotes going you have baseball going with the Diamondbacks and you have the Suns going you know within that time then you have I mean granted yes the Cardinals are on Sunday or you know a Monday or well if it's a Thursday night too I mean that's you know with Thursday night football but I'm just saying basically Sundays Mondays for the most part which basketball's not playing, but yeah, if somebody's like not winning, I know like people would, uh, you know, from LA would always say, Oh, Phoenix, Oh, you're just our little trying to be our little brother, you know, but that attitude they've definitely taken because like I said, I mean, die, you know, a lot diehard alum are going to go, but when there's so much more to choose from and then any given time too, you know, when you have, like I talked about NASCAR coming in before too. So it's as a player, it's like, yeah, it's like, I'm like, you're making it easier for the visiting team. You people realize that. Like, I'm just saying, like, it's not crazy. But, yeah, I mean, Bobby Hurley, again, definitely. I mean, they filled up the – I mean, under him, I will say this, Ahmad, as we transition to the Arizona schools, under Bobby Hurley, it's been – because it's been a while since, um, like, ASU fans just weren't, like, dumping their tickets to U of A fans because you could start, like, an ASU chant and a U of A chant would literally drown it out and take it over in Tempe, which was disgusting to me. So, yeah, exactly. But we will transition. So, yes, we will start in Tucson, like you're saying, U of A, point guard U, Sean Miller, uh, like you said, shocked that you left the state and um, was one of those things where he um, obviously knew that you could play, but I'm sure, uh, you know, wanted to, wanted to uh, fire his, probably fired his guards up, said, man, you know, I wanted him over you, prove me wrong, right? But, I mean, what was it like coming into Tucson playing, playing against those guys? That was everything for me. Um, just the arena, their, their history, I'm sure, you know, UCLA probably has more, has more in general, um, on the history side, but U of A has its own great history. U of A just did it for me with point guard U and they had Momo Jones at the time who was a really good point guard and Derek Williams, who went on to be the number two pick in the draft following, uh, maybe a few weeks after I left AZ. So it was it was just everything. So that, that atmosphere, and they brought the house. Uh, it was a packed, jam-packed. We probably lost that game maybe by not too many points, but it was just the energy there, just the feeling in that arena was meant the world to me. So I was ready to have a good game. So it was, it was just those type of feelings, like, are unforgettable. Well, and when you say have a good game, so I know all players always say it's a team game, but how many did you drop against them? That first time, I don't remember. And that, that's it's funny. Like, I don't even think I played that much. Um, I can't – no, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I did play. Honestly, I was starting by that point as a freshman that first time. But the sophomore year was very memorable because I um, – so we're going. I'm having a, a terrible first half my sophomore year in ASM. Terrible. And um, second half – I go on like a 10-0, we're down like 10. I go on a 10-0 run by myself to bring us back and tie the game up. And I got the last second shot in my hand and it goes in and out at the buzzer. And I was hurt. I was hurt. I just knew I was about to have me a Sports Center special that night. 
Um, NAZ, like, man, I was, I was hurt. And so we got overtime. We ended up losing. Um, and I just took all the blame on that one. But it was just one shot. Obviously, I put us in that position, but I was hurt. But, uh, you know, those type of just atmospheres and things just get you going. And my first time going to ASU, so we went to, a we went to Arizona first. We end up... So the next the next trip is Arizona State, and the night after the Arizona game, we a couple of not a couple of us, a great amount of us, like went out that night in Tucson after curfew. Uh, it was like a bunch of our better players uh, went out after curfew, and one of the players like told on us, said that like he told that we went out after curfew. We were like, I think we went to go hang out with like Derek Williams, Momo, a couple other people. Um, and then coach benched us all for the Arizona State game. Uh, <laughs> and I, I was heard about that. And my, my family had come down too, um, all the way from Chicago. They had come down uh, to Arizona. So that was kind of, it was kind of messed up on my part. But uh, it's about seven of us he benched. Like we didn't, we didn't play the whole game. And so Roberto Nelson, who ended up, who, who got the speedo on him a few weeks prior to that? Got the speedo picture put on him. He ended up playing and having like a great game because he was the only scorer on the floor because the rest of us were benched, <laughs> jumpsuits on the whole time. So it was uh, that's my first experience in in uh, at Arizona State. But it was just nice crowd, nice arena. I will say it was cool. They weren't that good at the time, so I didn't. It wasn't that feeling for me. Um, they were towards the bottom, kind of like we were. So two bottom teams that year that were just – so you don't get that same feeling, don't get that same vibe. But I think it was – I, I kind of – I did like it a lot. Next – later years, um, I've had some pretty good games in that building. So one pretty good game in that building. So it's uh, – that's pretty memorable for me walking into that arena. Yeah, they've developed the 942 crew now, the student section, which has the wall of distraction for uh, free throws, which uh, – if you have not seen yet, Ahmad, you, you can just, you can, uh, you can actually YouTube search it and you should, because Michael Phelps came to uh, assist the uh, swim coach because he was his, per he was his coach for years. And there's one that you can look up of Michael Phelps in the wall of distraction when the visiting team shooting free throw. I mean, it's off to an angle, so you can't, I mean, technically it's not in their eyesight because they have it marked off like they can't, but it's, it's pretty funny. It is, it's uh, the wall, the, the nine, four, two crew. Definitely. They will, uh, they will show up. Bobby Hurley, I know called the student section out once for not showing up, but uh, yeah, it's definitely, again, when you're talking, you know, Arizona and um, like you said, even Washington and like when I was up at Oregon, it, 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 when they're winning, it has that feel and the arena is just crazy. I mean, like when, you know, like I said, when they beat Kansas here, you wouldn't actually go on a little bit back more, um, but like when Bill Frieder was here too, like when he left Michigan and then came and coached at ASU, like they got the crowds obviously came in because they knew who he was. And, but I mean, they were competitive teams. I mean, I know he struggled of course against U of A, but um, yeah, it's one of those things where, where you're right. Cause it's just, even for the, like the, like I said, the home team, I mean, you're a visiting team and it's that loud and you're putting up these shots. And like you said, they're close, but they're rimming out. You're not getting any rebounds. Like, that, the crowd definitely can play a little bit with the intimacy of basketball. So, all right, well, that leaves us your thoughts on uh, Colorado and Utah. Utah was interesting. It was uh, maybe got a big crowd once when I was there. Um, walking to that arena, 
I, I think I always think of the big fella, Andrew Bogut, um, when I walk in there, um, like always just, just think about him. And I think Jimmer had like a crazy shot in that building too. Like Jimmer for dead had like, I think that was a rivalry at the time when Jimmer was there and maybe still is, but, uh, he hit like a crazy beyond half court shot or something like that. So I thought about stuff like that. And um, going into there, my would have been my sophomore year. It was just, it was just so so. You know, that team, they were just starting to build before they got good at really good at one point. Um, they were just starting to build. So it was just the vibe in there was just just so so. And, you know, I didn't really look forward to it. It's it's weird being up there, like, um, don't mean to disrespect anybody, but just you think about all the Mormons. Um, it's just a different vibe. It's a totally different vibe. No, no disrespect at all. It's just a totally different vibe than what you're just used to on a day to day. As far, at least from my perspective, I'll say. Right. And it was super weird. Um, Boulder, on the other hand, Colorado was was interesting. It was pretty live. Uh, even before they came to the Pac-12, I played them my freshman year in Boulder. Um, it was it was rough. It was rough. It was my first. It was my first college start and i'm like it was like the uh pac 10 big 12 challenge my first start i was excited i go up there i just i couldn't breathe i was about to say so how'd you handle the altitude the first time it was tough that altitude got to me tonight i like the arena like it's, it's different but i like it um but that altitude got to me i had a headache uh it, it was bothersome i really you know, really look forward to playing well. I was excited for that first start and then walking in there and that altitude just got to me off the, off the rip. And I had a headache. I had to sit down. Um, a little dizzy, but late. I've never played at well in Bodom. Uh, my three years never played well there. I was so pissed and I still, I still regret that. Um, I wanted to figure that part out. One year we, we only beat them once up there and we played zone the whole time to kind of preserve some energy. And it worked. We won. Um, but I still never played well. On the flip side, every time they came to Oregon State, destroyed them. At least like 18, 20 plus every time. Like it was, it was a tough time for those guards. Um, Askia Booker, Spencer Dinwiddie, who are really good guards. Spencer's having a really good NBA career. Askia Booker's having a, a really good career overseas. Um, and they also had Andre Robeson who, you know, was starting for the Oklahoma City Thunder with Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant at one point. So, you know, kudos to those guys. But I definitely gave it to them uh, when they came in our building. And again, returning the favor is always good. So you're, you'd rather play there first and have them come up there later in the season. But uh, all right. So what would you say, okay, if you had to go, I'm not going to say rank them one through 12, but I mean, if you had to go like top three, Overall, for like player, like atmosphere, experience, everything. What would be your uh, What would be your top three? It's an automatic. It's easy, easy three for me. It's uh, it's hard to put one, two, three, but I'll just go top three. Is automatic. Is is University of Washington, uh, University of Arizona, and U of O, University of Oregon. Um, top three, easy from my perspective. Nice. No, no. I mean, again, like I said, having into those three i can uh i can definitely see it i mean you said washington was very very loud uh yeah stanford you know i didn't realize once you said that i was like oh yeah because it, it was i mean it, again when you're saying Rhea, but it was it seemed like a little a little smaller i'm like oh that is a pretty good home court because you're even 
it's smaller, but they're right up on top of you letting you know, like <laughs> you are no, but no, you're right. It's one of those things. And then, um, yeah, I, I could, I, like I said, I, I could see that as, as much as it might pain me as a fan, but a realism being outside and being objective, like, yeah, with, with U of A and like I said, being in Oregon and I mean, Utah, um, I have, I haven't been there for basketball, like I told you, but I have been there and this was before they were in the PAC 12 though, but I was up there, um, actually once before they were in the PAC 12 and then it wasn't an ASU game, but I went to the, uh, I went to the Utah Cal game and man, it, those, it is literally kind of when I know people talk about Eugene football wise, like they're right up on you and like the stadiums, like rocking and everything like that's what Utah is like and they like to talk a, they like to talk a little trash there but um but yeah no I could definitely see that I think um but I'm with you on Colorado too I mean the atmosphere especially the last few years I mean they've gotten like I said Tad Boyle's done it got to the job and I mean they've gotten guards there guys that can score and teams go up there and you know you, you see substitution patterns maybe a little bit a little bit different for that game for coaches like you said because of the altitude if you don't want to play zone the whole game I mean there might be times you have to play zone but uh, with the guards they with the guards that they've had the last few years I mean you definitely don't want to always have to depend on it but yeah substitution patterns might be a little bit uh, quicker a little bit different but at the same time that's a that's an electric atmosphere too but yeah, I would definitely, I definitely want to, I need to, I will get to the rest. I do know that, but, uh, but uh, yeah, now I'm really stoked to go to Washington. I gotta, I gotta see when I go up, if I can track the people down that had your picture. Cause I want to, I want to get that and send it to you and have you autograph it to send it back to them. <laughs> I don't know if you'll find that. What would you say? Like you're like, so what's, what would your favorite be from a, uh, you know, from a spectator standpoint? I would definitely say like walking in just like, cause of everything that went on. And I mean, it was a good game. It was packed that day, but like UCLA to me, just thinking to like everything, but um, I would say like UCLA, Washington. Um, I'd, I mean, I'd go for it. I say UCLA, Washington, Oregon, and, and, and Arizona. I mean, ASU again, it's like it, the more they win and the student section again, I think in, especially with the wall of distraction, how they've taken it, like, no one else in the conference. I mean, they could try and steal it, but it's not original. But I mean, the student sections. If I go off of student sections, I definitely say that uh, I, I'm I'm with you on on uh, Washington and Oregon. And I would put. I mean, the thing, the tough thing about Arizona is like only so many like students get in. So when you, I mean, not that the fans aren't loud, and like you said, I mean, you saw the arena, but it's one of those things where. And even when, like when my sister was down here, it's like a lottery, like for each game. It's not like, Oh, you can all have, you know, you get your season tickets to football and there's obviously a lot more seats. So it's not that it's not loud, but if you go student section wise, yeah, Washington, Oregon, I would say like what Colorado was done. And I mean, even games that, like I said, I mean, when, like you said, when you guys like Oregon state, I've never seen like a, to me, a dull game, especially like, I mean, I've watched Oregon state, Oregon games, I get it's a rivalry game, but even when those other, when Washington state and Washington came in too, so like I would be watching those games and I'm like, oh man, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's it's that uh territorial bragging uh rights up there. But no, I mean, I always thought you guys had great student section too. Yeah, USC, I mean, like you say, it's kind of the same thing. It's like it's you know, are they gonna go? Are they gonna not? You know, it's just but yeah, I would I would definitely say um to like an experience, like student section wise, I would go, yeah, well, I'm I'm down with uh um Washington, Oregon. And I mean, Colorado too. And I put ASU right there and, and not that U of A wouldn't be, but like I said, it's just so, 
I mean, you need to build a teeny bit bigger of an arena. You need to like tear it down and <laughs> make it a little bigger because to me, like, I mean, like you said, you see Oregon, you see Washington, but you go across the country. I mean, you see, you know, Kansas, Kentucky, Duke, Carolina. I mean, you see these, you know, student sections and it, it, it carries it like, yeah, there's room for fans and alum and I get it boosters and you need that money in there. Nobody's going to deny that. But I mean, when you get that student section, that's what gives the rest of the arena pumped up too. Cause it's like, if the student section is lame, you know, it a lot If the student section is lame. It's tough for the rest of the arena to get going. No, exactly. So student section gets going. It kind of builds everything up. Honestly, it's been some fun ones in the pack. I will say like just, at my time at Oregon State, there were just there were some others, you know, that non-conference ones that stood out to me as well, though. Yeah, what, what was your what were some of your best non-conference ones? Because I know everybody throughout the country sectionally is always going to say, "Oh, yeah, you don't know," or "Oh, there's only one team," or you know, "Oh, they need to come here." But I mean, everybody regionally will say that. But what were some of yours though? Uh, it was like ones that stand out to me are. We played Kansas in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, we didn't play them at there. One of my best friends, Sam Thompson, who went to Ohio State, uh, big time high flyer, he says, you know, that field house, um, Kansas, in, at Kansas is like the best thing ever. Like you walk into the hall, you see all the pictures, you see the atmosphere when you go into the, to the arena, like it's everything. So he likes that, but we didn't, I never got that, but I played them in Kansas City, Missouri at the Sprint Center where they play the Big 12 tournament. And it was just as much like it was at, you know, Allen Fieldhouse. Yeah, it's still a home game for them. <laughs> Pretty much. So it, it was packed like, I, I want to say it was like 17,000. Um, but it was like jam-packed. They showed up and it was everything. And those type of games, you got the best of my starts just, just because of the atmosphere and everything. So I'm dunking in the layup line. Um, because I'm hyped and it's just it's an amazing feeling like when that crowd is there knowing of course it's only 30 Oregon State fans in the whole building 50 max of our families you know stuff like that uh and it's all Kansas but it's 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 a great feeling nonetheless and it's just everything well I know uh quite a few Sun Devils that would echo that thought to you because they played Kansas at Allen Fieldhouse and two years ago when they went there and beat them and then they turn around and beat them the next year in Tempe it was crazy because I thought that not that they would lose but Washington the Huskies two nights before beat Kansas and then ASU comes in and I'm like man Bill Self I go oh I thought he's gonna take a break scheduling Pac-12 schools guess he's not gonna schedule Pac-12 for a while now I mean, even Bobby Hurley talking about, I mean, you know, going in there and the experience he has, he goes, yeah, you know, I can have all the experience. The guys are going to be, like you said, you know, dunking in the layup line, like you're all hype, but you can't, you can't, you can't burn off that uh, adrenaline too early. No, no, for sure. The other one that comes to mind, um, last point, is uh, we went to Howard. My, uh, my freshman year, we went to Howard. Uh, President Brock Obama was there. Um, because obviously his brother-in-law was my coach. And it was a packed house, but it's small in there, super small. But, but that's what I'm like used to in high school in a normal arena, like in a normal high school, not like mine with Neon, more like some of the other public schools. They're really small. So if it's not one of those big games we play at the big arena, it's a tight, it's right up on you. Fans crazy, they talking big stuff. 
Like, that's the atmosphere I like. So coming as a freshman, it brought me back to that real quick. And it was everything. I was, oh, feeling good. It was a great atmosphere to play in. Plus, uh, President Obama's right there. And it was everything. Did, he, uh, did, did, did uh, Coach get to pull some strings? Did he get to come in and talk to you guys before the game? No, he didn't come talk to us before the game. But we, 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 everybody went to shake his hand after the game. And, I mean, we, every year we went to the White House. So we went to the White House. At, every year we went to the White House and toured and talked to him. And then my junior year, we, like, had Thanksgiving dinner at the White House. We always went around Thanksgiving time. Um, we always did that. Coach Rob set that up um, on purpose. And at that time in particular, everyone was making fun of me because they, they always thought, like, due to the Chicago connection and everything, they used to just be like, oh, you related to Coach Rob? You related to Barack Obama? Um, everything like that. And I was just like, no, I don't know him. But in actuality, like, I did. So it was like a running joke in between. So once we get to shaking hands and uh, Barack says my name, like, you know, boom, 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 I tell your family, I said hi, because I've had that relationship with him. Um, everybody making fun of me, of course, but it's just something I, just something I remember. No, Ahmad, it's not making fun of. It's called jealousy because I don't make fun of you too because I was jealous of the president <laughs> of the United States. And that's why I say to anybody, like, you know, and, and I'm like, if, if someone of that ilk said that to me, I'd be like, that's right. You can make fun of me all you want. I just see a big jealousy across your forehead. Nah. <laughs> no, nah, but it was, uh, it, was all, it was all love. It was all fun times. And so uh, those, those atmospheres, like I said, were, were the best. The tight, the jam-packed ones, tight, where they're talking stuff on you and you take the ball out. You know, everything was just, everything was big time. So I remember those for sure. I was the type that definitely would, would yap at uh... – at some players too, because, you know, there's a little bit of space by ASU on the court, but if you're kind of by the bench, you can always, you know, student section lower, you, you can always kind of just say hello to the guys at the end of the bench, let them know that you, you they have as many points as you do. You were one of those fans. Okay. I see what time it is. Yeah. See, I mean, you know, just to, just to make them nervous if they got in, because what if they get in and they beat us and we didn't say anything to them. So <laughs> no, I, I would never, I was trying to cover some creative stuff every now and then. Like if, you know, the, the whole, somebody fouls out the right, left, right, left, right, left, sit down. <laughs> like some guys, some guys would wait long, sit down. They just kind of like stare. And we're like, all right. I'm like, you know what? That's you didn't win. You're out of the game. So good. Foul out. Don't stand up. Have a good time. <laughs> no, no, I feel you. Those atmosphere. You're right, man. That atmosphere is just one there. It's right there. It's uh what I got it. Have you, were you ever part of a game where, uh, where, I mean, where some, where, uh, fans rushed the court? I don't think so. I don't think I was. Okay. No, I was going to say, cause I mean, not that again, I know it doesn't happen like all the time. It's just one of those things where I never had asked you, but we're talking about arenas and student sections and the craziness. I think, I think we beat, I think on the football side, I think Oregon state beat U of O one year or they, I want to say U of O. But I want, or it was some other top team for sure in conference, and they like rushed the stage. Um, they, I mean, sorry, rushed the field, and I was kind of like, okay, let's not give them that much respect. Like, like I obviously, like it's just, it's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a little different. I'm cut from a little different cloth. Like, okay, like every game I win, I'm supposed to win. Um, no matter what the paperwork says or the ranking says, like I'm, I'm supposed to win that game. So I get it. So, you know, you go to the locker room, you can be happy. 
you know, you feel accomplished, but I'm not about to rush the floor because, you know, so it's, yeah, I'm just, that's not me, but I think that's the only time I've seen that in person, I'll say. Right, but none of the games that you played in at Oregon State or on the road or anything? Yeah, none of those, none of those. Again, it, it, it happens too much, because I'm with you at times, it happens too often, but there's other times when you see like a crazy huge upset, it's like, man, good for those students, good for the team, like it's a, they're jumping up and down. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. But uh, yeah, I will say in wrapping though, I definitely would put up uh, a lot of uh, Pac-12 arenas against some across the country. You're right. I have heard that about, like we said about Allen Fieldhouse too in Kansas. I would love to go to um, Kentucky as well. Rupp Arena, not had the chance to go there. Um, but man, I mean, I just, I, I would put, I, the atmospheres in the student sections, I definitely definitely could put up uh, quite a few of these um, against any others in the country. So I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that they all don't bring it again. Everybody has their different tastes, but when you're watching on, you know, TV and people can see it, it's like, yeah, I don't know if I want to play there. So, or play against them, I should say, but yeah, but well, that's going to do it for Ahmad and I, another episode in the books. Again, if you want, you can hit Ahmad up on Twitter at a Starks three. He will tell you how good his jump shot still is and he will prove it to you too that I know. Um, hit me up on Twitter at Diablos00. Uh, again, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we are here on the Believe Podcast Network, Believe in Pac-12 Basketball. But again, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Luminary, tune in, subscribe, have some fun with us. You have suggestions. We're going to get guests going. We're going to have former coaches, players, well, and if Ahmad can live up to his relationships here, maybe a former president. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. I Believe me, I know that's a tough get. Um, but uh, no, we're going to have guests and stuff like that. And But any suggestions you have, and if you want to, you know, come to Arizona, I know Ahmad touts U of A, and that's a good program. But if you want to come hang out with Bobby Hurley too, I'm cool with you hanging out in Tempe as well. So... <laughs> But we're going to get out of here. We'll see you guys on our next edition of Believe in Pac-12 Basketball. Have a great week, and we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.